Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Seven Figures. I'm Sandy Waters. Seven Figures is presented by Family First Credit Union. From personal banking to business services and home loans, their number one priority is finding a solution that works for you locally. This week, we had plans to talk about reinventing yourself, inspiring you to press on after a financially crippling divorce or a company layoff. But a lot of you who listen reached out to me asking for some clarity around health insurance. So we're going to focus on that today, even though it's the last thing that we want to deal with, especially during the busy holiday season. For many people, that deadline is fast approaching. And I think it's safe to say that a majority of people feel very overwhelmed and baffled by it all. So let's clear up some of that fog and break down exactly what you need to know. We cash in with Tom Julian, Marketing Director at Fidelis Care. Thank you for shedding some light on this. Well, thanks for having me. We are all so confused, Tom, when it comes open enrollment time. This is the email from HR that we hate to see (laughs) (laughs) because we scratch our heads and we're like, oh, God, I don't understand any of it. And it feels like it's it's set up to confuse us even more. So we invited you into the podcast onto the podcast to kind of clear things up for us, if you don't mind. Not a problem. Okay. So let's start from the beginning. First, what are the biggest mistakes that most people make when they are going through this enrollment process? Not taking their time and looking to make sure that the four P's are there. And by the four P's, I mean that you look at the price. And when we say price, we're not only talking about premium, we're also talking about what's covered, what your cost sharing would be. Um, If you're admitted to the hospital, what your deductible might be. Uh, so, and then your prescription drugs, are they covered by the plan and at what level are they covered? And then the final P would be, well, the providers, you got to make sure your providers in the network as well. And then the final P would be, if you do all that, then you end up with peace of mind for you and your family. Okay. All right. So our goal is to get to that final P is the peace of mind. It is sometimes exhausting sitting at the computer and trying to understand. And a lot of us, you're right, we probably don't take enough time with it. Um, my husband and I sat down the other day and we said abort mission in the middle of it. We're like, I can't, I don't know what to do next. So <laughs> hopefully, hopefully you'll help us. And there's always just a small little window that we have to work with when we got to get this done, right? Uh, whether it's through the New York State of Health on the exchange or whether it's Medicare or in your case, through your employer, Uh, Time is always an issue. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So now do people tend to get too much coverage sometimes you find or not enough? Uh, That's a good question. I I don't think you can ever, if you could afford to pay for the coverage, I don't think you can ever have too much coverage. Okay. All right. Uh, But what it comes down to is basically either you pay up front for services that you may need or you pay at the time of services because you have a a higher deductible or a higher copay or higher cost sharing. That's a nice transition into the HSA versus copay, because I feel like more and more, and you could you could validate this statement or not, more and more companies are going the HSA route. That's the trend. Why is that? Is that beneficial for who? The company or us as the... the Actually, the, both. Okay. 
actually both. Um, what you're seeing, and a lot of this, you know, is a result of the uh, Affordable Care Act and more people getting insured and the mandates that they put on the small business places and things of that nature. But what it really does is it allows people to save premium dollars by paying a higher out-of-pocket. All right. So, in other words, if you didn't have your deductible, your copay may be fifty dollars instead of twenty-five dollars. So it's just a question of you know when when are you paying the money? Okay, so you're going to pay that money no matter what, right? You're saying you, you either if pay you, it and if, if you utilize the service, yes. Because don't forget, um, what happens is if you they put in a deductible on or an HSA on. Um, the company's going to give you some money towards the SSA normally, mm-hmm. all right? And also their premium that they pay the insurance as well as your cost sharing of the premium is lowered. So now let's back up just one quick second. For those who are not familiar with HSAs, health savings accounts, can you describe it in a nutshell of what it is? Uh, basically what it is is it's a uh, a fund – well, if you're familiar at all with your pre-tax deductions, okay, all right, where you put money aside to pay for daycare or, in some cases, parking or for medical items or services that aren't normally covered by your health plan or okay. to share the cost sharing, it's the front front end of that. Basically, you pay first before your coverage kicks in. So you're basically, and, and you uh, save tax money on it as well. Okay, so this is pre-tax money going into this account. It's, yep. it, it works as like a checking account almost, right? Basically, yes. Okay, so pre-tax money goes into this account. Now, this is the account that you're going to use to pay these higher copays when you have a doctor's appointment or whatnot, right? That's the first money you use, yes. How do we get this? Let's say I choose to do the HSA route if I have a choice. And not every employer offers a choice. Some just dictate which way to go. How quickly can you build up the money in this account? What if I have a doctor's visit on January 2nd? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm not going to have any money in that account, am I? Uh, No, you're not. (laughs) But the uh, beauty of most of them, if they're set up correctly, the beauty of that is that you actually can still get it covered. It just catches up at the end. Oh, so you pay initially and then keep your receipt and you get reimbursed? Yes. Ah, okay. This money is forever always yours, right? Yes, it is. And that is that what makes it enticing over the copay plan? Uh, to some people, yes. To some people, yes. Um, and it, normally, the people who use the uh, HSA way of going are the ones that don't, don't plan on having a lot of services. All right, they're not. They don't want to pay for services that they're not going to use. Uh, so that would be what do they call them? The invincibles. All right, uh, which when they ACA first came out, it was the target marketing, the ones that were uh, 21 to 36 years old who are healthy and don't use services. Okay. All right, and then if you if you have a lifestyle that's uh, healthy and you exercise and do things like that, chances are you're not going to use a lot of the medical services. So you're not spending out premium dollars in anticipation of using services. Okay. Now, when if you have kids, would you recommend this for families? Uh, because kids are always <laughs> at the doctors. Well, that's a good transition. For families, what I would recommend, if they're eligible, and most people are eligible for it, would be to put their children on Child Health Plus um, to meet with somebody, a navigator, or one of our Fidelis Care representatives and discuss that opportunity. Because Child Health Plus is either free or low-cost health insurance for any child up to the age 
Uh, they basically until they're covered until the, their 19th birthday. Uh, but there are no co-pays, there are no co-insurance, there's no deductible. It's straight up first dollar coverage, um, and it's very good coverage. It covers everything. Can you take advantage of the Child Health Plus when you do have um, an option through your employer, or you make a certain income level? Well, you'd have to sit down and talk to that to people about that. Okay. There are certain regulations that okay. if you spend X amount of dollars on health insurance, then you you are covered for. You can apply for Child Health Plus, or if the coverage is not very good, all right, or limited coverage, then the children would qualify for that. But you can get all that information through our website at www.fidelascare.org. Fidelascare.org. Okay, wonderful. If we could go back to HSA versus copay, because that's the big question a lot of people are tackling right now. Pros and cons of each. That, that's a difficult subject because it, it, it's actually an, it comes down to actually being an individual choice. Ah, okay. Again, you see a lot of younger couples taking the the HSA, and you find that the Children, people with children would rather have that higher copay. Okay. All right. Um, And it's all about putting dollars in a bucket and how you're going to use those dollars. What I tell my family, and I have some children who are approaching where they're, well, I have grandkids, so they know what they're doing. I tell them to look at what did you spend last year and then look at what you're going to be putting away, whether it's a HSA or whether you're doing the uh, pre-tax for child care and things like that. Okay. And then come up with your your formula. How how much out of pocket do you want to spend and when do you want to spend it? Um, if you have frequent doctor visits, you know, as young children do, then mm-hmm. you might, you're probably you might be better off paying the extra premium and getting the lower copay versus having to go to through an HSA paying the $2500 up front first before the plan kicks in. That's good advice. Yeah, tell us what you would tell your family. We're all family here, right, at Fidelis Care? You- <laughs> yes, we are. Yes, we are. <laughs> okay, so go through last year and tally up everything that you spent, doctor's visits, um, dental, right, any dental or? <laughs> dental, vision, um, your prescriptions. Don't forget your prescriptions. Oh, prescriptions. Children, you know, children tend to have a lot of ear infections and things and yes. a lot of antibiotics. Okay. They give you how much it's going to cost you for this plan, how much it's going to cost you for this plan, what this plan covers, what that plan covers. So you'll have your historic viewpoint, and then you can just compare what they're doing in the future. Okay. So the main thing that you have to ask yourself is how frequent do you uh, do you utilize the doctor and go to the doctor and, and have prescriptions? So tally up that, and that's the main question, right, to determine copay or HSA. And then you can figure out which ways you're you're going to save the most money. Now let's get into, um, and I know this is a big thing for many companies, is the flex spending accounts. Is what is it, and what's your advice on it, and your take on it? Well, flex spending accounts are pre-tax dollars going into a dedicated fund, whether it be for childcare, whether it be for medical expenses that are are not covered, or to pick up the extra copays. Okay. Right? And then also some places when they charge for parking, you can put money aside for parking, okay, on a pre-tax basis to cover that as well. Okay. Um, so basically what you're doing is you're taking your dollars you're, that you're earning, putting them into an account that's pre-taxed, um, and then using that to offset. And when you use that money, is there ever any tax on that either year-end or as you pull the money out to use it or no? Uh, yes, you get tax okay. credit. Okay, of course, of course you do. Right, that would be silly. So that you encourage people to take advantage of then. 
Uh, my my employer encourages us to do it. Yes. <laughs> okay. And you encourage your family? My all my family does it. Okay. That's it. That's all we need to hear. How do you determine how much? Because you know that you could you could actually allocate as much money as you want to it. I guess. So how yeah, do? Yeah, but but with most um, flex spending accounts, you either use it or lose it. So you want to be careful on that aspect of it. Like for parking, for example, or uh, dependent care, those are fixed costs. You know, it's going to cost you forty dollars a month to park or it's costing you $500 a month or $500 a week or a month for daycare. All right. Mm-hmm. So you know how much money to put in there. Um, okay. Medical, medical expenses, again, look back at what you did the prior year. And if, for example, this year, you know, you have to go for an eye exam, you know, you're going to need new glasses, estimate what the pair of glasses is going to cost you. You can take that money out. If you need medical attention as far as, you know, an ambulance or hospital stay, what do we need to know? I've I've had people reach out to me as they go through their uh, enrollment saying, what is the hospital uh, coverage? Okay. Uh, hospital coverage is you, you're basically have, well, I'll use the Medicare as an example. Okay. Uh, Medicare Part A is your coverage for the hospital. Okay, um, and when you get admitted to hospital, you have a deductible with Medicare. Okay. Uh, so that means the first X amount of dollars, regardless of the length of stay, are going to be your responsibility. Okay. All right. And then after that, it's uh, covered at 80%. So if the bill, if you have a deductible of 2500 and the bill is 4000 so the difference would be 1500 and then they'll pay 80% of the 1500 Okay. And then you have to pay the other... 20%, which in this case would be 300 Okay. on top of your deductible. On top of your, okay. So when you get a question like that in open enrollment, you have to check yes, because you want coverage with the hospital, right? Oh, yes. You never want to opt out of that one. Okay. Nope. Now, if you went HSA route, would you have to pay more for a hospital stay or an ambulance? It, 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 again, it depends on the plan that goes okay. along with the HSA, because again, you have to look at the HSA as being... This is the amount of money I have to spend before the plan covers anything. Gosh, it really is a big question that you're going to have to sit down as a family and figure out, can you come up with this money initially? That's correct. And in the long run, though, it could be more cost effective, though, you're saying? Yes. Yes. If you look at the HSA as kind of like your collision deductible on your car, oh, you hopefully you're never going to need it, but with medical, it's a little bit different. I mean, it would be nice to have money left over in that account so it can keep rolling over. So then when you're 65, you got all this money to take care of your medical bills. But who knows if you'll deploy. That's, that's why they have Medicare Advantage programs and they have uh, other things of that nature. The majority of people that you work with and that you've talked to, are they taking advantage of the HSA or the copay? Um, it, it's different for Fidelis Care because we don't offer those programs. Okay. Okay. Um, we're more in the line of the first dollar coverage, except for the metal plants, which don't qualify for HSAs. Okay. All right. Um, I can tell you that my son has an HSA um, with two children, and he finds that it's you know a little costly sometimes for them okay. up front. All right, but that's that's to be expected. Yeah. Right? So, but it, again, HSAs have been around a long time. Uh, there are advantages to them. They are cost savers. But okay. it really is. Can you digest those big dollar amounts? It, it comes that, down to it comes down to the options that your company gives you as an employer, and it comes down to your own personal financial situation. Is what it comes down to. 
Now, I know a lot of a lot of people, and you see it at Wegmans. I mean, it's just sitting there on the pharmacy counter, the, the teledoc or however they refer to it. <laughs> what do you, is there something that we should be aware of? Is it too good to be true or is it really? You I mean, know? you know, I, I don't want to give away my age or anything, but it's kind of like when my parents were growing up and they, they all had a GP, all right, a general practice person. You picked up the phone on a Saturday morning and it was the doctor who answered. Ah, yeah, right. Right. Uh, he knew his patients and, you know, he knew what was going on and he would prescribe something over the phone, call it into the, the pharmacy for you. You'd walk down the block and have to get to the pharmacy and pick it up and go home and start taking your medicine. Um, I think it's just evolved into the fact now that we're using technology. Okay. So it's kind of going back to what it once was? Uh, in my opinion, yes, because now you're, you're still going to have that 24-hour service available to you. Yeah, all right. Um, it's keeping you out of the ER. Yeah. Right. Um, so anything you can take advantage of is great. All right. And then what do they say? It's a minimal charge, too, for that. Is that is that true that it is? I haven't seen the charges that they I know some health plans don't charge you for it. Oh. Part of your health plan. OK. Uh, they have 24 hour nursing care, mm-hmm. uh, which is basically the same thing. You call them up. They pull up your records. They tell you what to do. Um, so you'd have to look at your health plan. But. Yeah, I mean, if it keeps people, and again, you know, you want to get to the level of care that's better for you at the time. I mean, if it's a true emergency, then go to the emergency room. But if you're suffering with an earache or you have sore throat and you're susceptible, let's say, to strep, all right, that's something that would be diagnosed and give you antibiotics right away without going to the ER. You mentioned strep throat in, in getting the antibiotics. What should we know about prescription drugs? I've been told that in, in some cases you can actually price check um, prescription drugs to make sure the pharmacy that you're working with gives you the lowest price. Is that something that you guys encourage individuals to do? or you Well, you can price check. New York State has a, a place on their the, the um, Department of Health website that says, you know, you can check your drug prices here. Uh, CMS, Center for Medicare Services, also has a drug checker for their Medicare side where you can see the pharmacies and what they charge. Okay. Um, but again, your your plan that you have already has deals with pharmacies and things of that nature, so you're pretty much getting the lowest cost that you can get. Um, but you can always call the pharmacy. You can call. If you go to pharmacy A now and you think that pharmacy B may have a lower price, you can call the pharmacy and say, this is what I've been prescribed. Can you tell me what your charge would be? And here's my plan. Um, and the pharmacy will tell you that. Okay. So who would you recommend price check? Who does this benefit most? Anybody who's going to be putting out of pocket first, um, should be checking that, or if it, it's varied based on the, a tier program, you should always check to see. Okay. But most, but most of the most of the plans currently have a set copay, so it's unless it's a percentage, then you're still only going to pay your copay. Is there anything else that you can think of being in this for as long as you have? Um, before we move on to the great things that you guys do at Fidelis Care. Anything that we should be aware of or make sure we don't forget to do or look at or or take an extra second with during open enrollment? Well, what you want to make sure you do, again, is check what you did in the past. Make sure that you can survive the future, shall we say. Yeah. But but don't just don't take any action. Make sure you enroll in something. All right. Because okay. um, having coverage, having some coverage is better than having no coverage whatsoever. Okay. And, and if you have questions about what's best for you, sit down with your HR department. They should they should be able to help you decide which is the best alternative for you. They're the trained professionals. 
Now, let's talk about the great things because you were the go-to people that I thought of when I said, hey, we have questions about open enrollment here for Dallas Care. You do such wonderful things, and you're such big supporters of our community. I know um, at the radio station at The Buzz, whenever we're out and about doing charity work, you are right there alongside us. You're always giving back. So let's go through some things that you guys want to promote at Fidelis Care. Well, um, most of your listeners probably already know that we've uh, started with an Every Child Covered campaign earlier this year because uh, it was identified that there were still 100,000 children who were still uninsured in New York State. Wow, 100,000. Yes. Uh, so we went through that in the spring, um, and now we're at a new program that we're trying to promote, and that's Let's Get Everyone Covered. Um, what we're doing is we're transitioning from just having the kids covered now because of going into the open enrollment for the New York Health Exchange. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now we want to get everyone covered. Currently in upstate New York, um, it's throughout upstate New York, it's about 5 to 6% people still don't have health insurance. All right. So if you look at the size of New York State, the couple million people that are in New York State, and then you say, well, gee, Five percent of that—that's a big number. That is a big or number. Or six percent. you know. So that's that's what we're, our goal is now. We want to get everyone covered. Um, open enrollment started November first. Uh, to get coverage by January first, uh, you have to enroll by December fifteenth for the metal levels. All right. If you don't enroll then, then you won't get coverage until February first. Okay. But actual open enrollment ends on January thirty-first this year. Um, you're hearing a lot in, you know, out in the public about the ACA and the repeal and all that other. Yeah. As of right now, if you don't show credible coverage for the nine months, you're still going to have that penalty. And I believe it's $635 per adult okay. um, and half of that per child or the 2% of your income, whichever is the greater. So um, you, you want to avoid that at tax time. All right. Uh, we're here to help. We have over 20 community offices located throughout New York State. You can find office locations by calling us at one eight 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 Fidelis, or by going to fideliscare.org/slash/find-an-office. All right. Um, again, you can call us, and we'll be glad to help. Okay. We'll, we have health benefit representatives, which are basically people who can walk you through the New York State of Health uh, website. Uh, we're available whenever people need us. We have staff that work Saturdays, Sundays, evenings, early mornings. Uh, they'll come to wherever you are. If you can't come to us, we'll come to you. Uh, you can look on our webpage for uh, all the information you need and find a doctor if you need a doctor or get a quote of how much it'll cost you for enrolling in the HBR, uh, whatever metal level you pick. What is the, the, the main group of people? Is it those who fall through the cracks? Is it the low income? Is it the, the kids that are just coming off of their, their parents' um, insurance is there one group that you are really targeting more than another? You hit all of them. Okay. Okay. So it's a little bit of everybody. Okay. It, it, no, truly, it truly is a little bit of everybody. We have people that um, may have just been was working and now is not working. Mm. They don't know what they don't know how to access the available pro- programs that are available to them. Um, and I'm not just talking health insurance. I'm talking, you know, food stamps. I'm talking uh, heap for people who are with low income who need that stuff. Um, our reps can help them point them in that direction. Uh, we can't do the applications for them, but we can point them in that direction. Okay. Uh, it is the 26-year-old who's coming off the, the family policy, so to speak, 
um, who isn't working or is working minimally and they're, they don't offer health insurance at the organization they work for, or they're transitioning to a new job and it's going to be 120 days before they get the health insurance. Ah, yes. Uh, all right. So, I mean, those are the type of people. And then you have you do have the people who have fallen through the cracks, who had health insurance but didn't renew it on time and now don't have it any longer. Um, so, yes, they, you, you've hit all the groups that we're, we're targeting. And in conjunction with that, this is also open enrollment for the Medicare program. Uh, that started on October 15th, and it only runs until December 7th. So people who are coming into Medicare or, or are currently on Medicare, this is the season that they can review what they have and make changes based on their needs at this time as well. Like it, the Medicare is 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 very confusing too, isn't it? Especially with the group of people that you're talking referring to. Uh, yeah, Medicare is Medicare itself can be confusing yeah. because you you know they you have to you have to enroll regardless. All right, and when you're turning 65, you have the three months prior to your 65th birthday and the three months after your 65th birthday to apply for Medicare. All right, and if you don't apply and then wait then you get a penalty for not applying on time. So it's very important that you do apply. And that includes people who are currently working. Um, even though you have health insurance through your employer, ah. you, still have, you still have to go in and apply for Medicare. All right? Because um, okay. Medicare Part A is free. There's no cost for the Part A, and that you have to enroll in that. And then if you do retire, then you have to prove that from the date you were 65 until the date you retired, you had what they call credible insurance which means that you had health insurance plus prescription drug coverage. Otherwise, they put another penalty on you. Okay. But this is, I mean, this is Medicare is what we pay into our whole lives. So when it comes time to 65, you own it. This is yours. Yeah, it's yours. That's why they don't charge you again. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Take advantage of what you, the little bit you can get, though. (laughs) But again, it's in... It's changing, uh, like everything else. It's changing. How do you feel? What What do you think is the future? Well, I, I wish I, if I had a crystal ball, I'd be playing the lotto. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. <laughs> you wouldn't be on the phone with me. You'd be in Hawaii or something. I'm sure. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> but I mean, in New York State, we've New York State has always taken care of the people in need. Okay. Right? Um, although you, you, I can't say which governor did it first, but we've always had programs for people most in need. Um, I don't see that changing. Okay. All right. People need health insurance. You know, it, it's, it's, it's not a privilege. It's, a, it's basically a right. And, you know, and I don't want to sound like I'm political. I'm not being political. Yeah. Um, people get sick. They need to get well. I mean, if they're not sick, they need to get preventative medicine so they don't get sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that just helps society in general. Uh, there were studies done particularly for uh, elementary school kids, and, and what they found is the children with health insurance performed better than the children without health insurance. And people say, well, that makes sense because they're in school all the time. Well, yes, that's why they perform better, because they are in school all the time. And it's also proven that people, that children who have had health insurance right from the get-go perform better in elementary school, high school, and are more apt to go to college or earn an advanced degree. And it's not just getting the immunizations, it's having their eyes checked, it's having their you know, ears checked and for hearing issues or things of that nature. Um, so all around, it just makes them better people. Tom Julian, Director of Marketing at Fidelis Care, I really appreciate you 
uh, helping us through this open enrollment time and uh, everything that you guys do at Fidelis Care. Well, thank you for having us, and we are just a click, call, or visit away from helping you. Time for our favorite part of the podcast now, Father Knows Best, my dad's two cents. Have a great weekend. Good luck and take advantage of those great Black Friday deals. Talk to you next week. They say money doesn't grow on trees, but you can watch your money grow if you plant it in the right areas. Invest in your company's 401k or IRA with stock index funds. You put the money there and do nothing but watch it grow tax-free, I might add.